This episode is brought to you by Fireside. Fireside is a podcast hosting and analytics platform created by podcasters for podcasters. Fireside was started by Dan Benjamin, the founder of this network, 5x5, taking everything he's learned since 2009 from making podcasts for a living and turning it into a platform for podcasters everywhere at any level of expertise. Fireside has it all. Unlimited uploads, unlimited downloads, in-depth and powerful download metrics, a super fast CDN for the best possible download speeds, multiple podcast support, free, one-click podcast importing from platforms like Libsyn, FeedPress, Simplecast, and SoundCloud, plus custom domain mapping, complimentary SSL certificates, a beautiful, responsive website with your own artwork and hosting guest pages, also tons of advanced features like sponsorship integration, chapter markers, a bookmarklet for links, auto-posting of future episodes time code linking and so so much more guys you can try fireside for free for seven days during which time you can import your existing podcast while taking advantage of every feature fireside has to offer the unlimited plan starts at just 19 dollars per month there's no commitment or long-term agreements to worry about just visit fireside.fm today take the tour find out all you can make it work also Enter at the movies in the How Did You Hear About Us section to show your support for this show and shows like us. Fireside, by podcasters, for podcasters. Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. No, I didn't actually check the mics this week. I'm sure we sound fine. But you te- check, you tech deck them, though, no, right? I, yeah, I used little finger skateboards to fix them. I never got that. I never understood what the appeal of tech deck was. Yeah, the same thing as Beanie Babies. It was just a fad. I, I don't think tech decks and Beanie Babies... Beanie Babies had, like, a collector element behind that's it. A, that's a fair point. Where it's like, this is like, you know, there's, here's the one anybody could get, like your starter pack Beanie Baby, but then here's like the super rare one that costs $500. Tech deck is just like a little tiny little skateboard. What was your first Beanie Baby? Balto. Nice. Mine was uh, Sparky the Dalmatian. Oh, yeah, I remember that. My favorite because it was my first one. Uh, I had to edit the Thomas and Nicholas interview really hardcore last week. Oh, yeah? Why? Because I had, like, run upstairs to grab a check for a band and then ran downstairs to grab Thomas and brought him upstairs. And, uh, you know, I'm not in the best shape of my life right now. And so, like, every... Every question I asked, I'd ask the question, I'd go, <sighs> and it was really unattractive. Uh-huh. So I went through it, had to like edit all my breaths out. You know, you can like turn off the mic. I didn't know at the time. Right. I didn't know how hard that's, I was breathing. That's what, that's, if, if we were a real production, we would have like sneeze blocks. So like if you like, if someone has to like sneeze or yawn, you press a button and that way the whole mic turns off well, for I a couple seconds. I could also just move away from the mic every time I wanted to go, <sighs> The amount of times you yell at me to get closer to the mic. Well, I was the right amount from the mic. Oh, I see what you're saying. There you go. You're allowed to lean back if you sneeze or breathe heavy. I'm saying you talk from back here sometimes. My voice travels. Yeah. Okay. So today's not candy week because I didn't know we were going to, how long that fucking Thomas and Nicholas interview was. So this week's part Oh, that's part right. Two that was supposed to be candy week. I well, yeah. So anyway, this is not candy week. Next week's the I all candy episode. I completely forgot about it. Because I also want to promote it and like title it like all candy episode. Oh, that's right. Make a big thing out of it. Which also would explain why I should have been here earlier to record. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I, I didn't go buy the candy. 
Alright. And I really want to see if I can get like those weird Japanese Kit Kats in, in time. I think you I think you can get them on Amazon. I think you can like order Do you think I can get them from like the Asian market up north? H Mart? Yeah. Probably. Alright, I'm gonna look for that. Hey, should we do the show? No, let's keep talking about uh, Kit Kats. I'm gonna <laughs> Hi, look everyone. up everyone. Right, I'm, I'm gonna look up if they have on Amazon. I'm gonna talk about movies and stuff. So anyway, uh I will not participate. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm leaving all the Marvel news to the end because some of it could theoretically be spoilers and I want people to be able to jump over that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got some some feedback back from people. It says the ad in the beginning is too long, uh, which is fair. It's a long ad. It's a, you know what? You, you, all you got to do is hit skip three times and you're past the ad. I know y'all this are is why it. no one wants to pay for sponsorship because you actively just shit talk on the sponsor <laughs> afterwards. I love Fireside and our podcast wouldn't exist without Fireside. But if you don't want to listen to the ad, I don't care if you listen. Just skip it. Just hit skip that's, three times. That's not. That's not okay. What I'm saying is that if you're an advertiser out there, I want to advertise on this podcast. Uh, send me like a 25 second ad read. We'll have Mason do it because he's better at it than me, and he won the bet because he did the ad read in one take, and it took me 45 minutes, which I don't understand. I'm not now, I will it. say they hmm. gave you a fucking novel to read. As that an is ad. a novel of an ad read. That is a long fucking ad, but it's a good product. Japanese Kit Kats, no results on Amazon. That can't be right. That can't be right. Um, yeah, I I can't be told what to say. It's like I'm almost like belligerent against the piece of paper in front of me. I'm just like fuck you, piece of paper. I'll say whatever I want about Fireside. Here it is, it's Japanese hot. Ki- Japanese Kit Kat, sixteen pieces. We can get it on Prime. It'll be here tomorrow. Shit! What are the flavors? Um, let me see if I can pull it up. I can see it looks like it has. Because I stated before, Kit Kats are my favorite. Chocolate, black chocolate, pancake, raspberry, matcha, which is green tea. Ooh. Sweet potato. Ugh. Hazelnut, rum, ra- rum raisin, apple. Wasabi. Yes. Japanese tea. Fuck yes. Citrus. Strawberry cheese. Do I have to order these individually or is there like no, a multi-pack? No, it, it comes in a pack. Fuck. How much is the pack? Purple yam and Japanese sake. This is... Japanese sake. 1850. Oh, that's worth it to me. For 16 pieces. All right. I'm getting that. I'm going to split them in that. Are, uh, they, are they the mini? I'm the ones the mini. that st- stick out to me are hazelnut and wasabi are the two I want to try the most. I mean, hazelnut, is just, that's just Nutella. You're just Nutella. I mean that's what hazelnut is. I know. So, like I mean like, I mean that one I feel like wouldn't be like weird. That one wouldn't be like oh this is crazy. I don't think they them are, I think they're all gonna be. I think pancakes gonna be amazing. I mean they're candy, so it's gonna be interesting. But, like with the, I bet they're not gonna be as distinct as like a Burt's Every Flavor Bean. Oh yeah, no, I think fuck those. I think things. those things they because they go like too extreme on those flavors. So I think oh, this will be God. this will be a more muted version. I have of that. never dry heaved because of candy before before those Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans. All right, you want to talk about movie news? I mean, I'm going to keep looking at Kit Kats, okay. but I'll talk, we'll Stop. talk around it. Okay, uh, I'm going to start with the, of course, reboot. Everything's reboots and sequels, because that's all we ever talk about. Shocking. Yeah. Um, reboot. Uh, the Craft is getting rebooted, and I'm actually kind of okay with that. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I'd be yeah. okay with it. I feel like any of those, like, I don't want to call The Craft a B-movie, because that's not right, but, like... Well, I would I, like maybe not like big Hollywood scale kind of things. You can right. re- you can redo those. That's a fine. That's a right. fine movie. I, I like the craft a lot. Um, I they they tapped female uh, writer and direct uh, female writer and director as well. They should like it's good. I wa- I've watched the craft a lot, especially for Halloween. I look forward to watching another one. I've seen it probably a couple of times. I, I love the craft. I, I we dated, are the weirdos, Mister. I, I, I dated a girl in high school who very much identified with uh, the people in the craft. And uh, that, which one? That should have been a red flag, Nancy. 
Oh, that, that's weird. That that should have been a red flag. When you flag. were dating, did her head spin around at all? Like a, like an owl? <laughs> I'm not at liberty to discuss this at this time. Okay, good. Uh, ben Affleck. <laughs> made, we're talking about Ben Affleck now. Made a comment about Jane Slant Bob, the reboot. Said that he would he would be one of his characters again, but nobody asked him. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if it has to do with like I know I thought you'd tickled by that uh, like the beef that like hit like uh, Kevin Smith and Jennifer Garner kind of have but he's like well, they're, yeah they're I not d- dating they're not married anymore are they not yeah they're we divorced we already have this conversation I bet no but they're divorced so that oh. shouldn't be an issue well yeah so they're making the movie now no one asked him uh, I maybe- wonder if it was one of those like he's he's a bit like cause in the 90s, he was also, like, a big-time guy. Like, and, like, right. almost, like, oh, I don't know, he's probably going to be too good for this. He also said he'd rather be Holden than Shannon Hamilton, but neither here nor there, because he's got two characters in that universe. Which they brought... No, they didn't bring both of them in for no. Jason the Bobby. It was, no, it was Jason Lee. Jason Lee had both of his characters. Yeah, which is weird. That's weird, because, like, there is no discernible difference between but those Jason Lee characters. cousins in that universe. Right, but it's just, like, all of a sudden, you just see, like, this dude, like, walking, like, what... Oh no, you're the other one. Okay, one has look. a beard. Oh, okay. I can see that. I mean, sure, put him in the movie. Yeah, but nobody asked him. He said he'd do it. He said he'd love to be holding again. Just, nobody. Are, asked they're him. filming though, right? They're filming. Oh, yeah. they can easily slot him in. Like, I, it's just weird to me. I don't think they're they're not gonna make. He's not gonna be a main character. This is just gonna be like an extended cameo. Like, just put him in there. I think they were thinking because like after 2012 when he was like making Argo and things like that, they're like, ooh, yeah. he's... I, I would be afraid to approach Ben Affleck to do James Bond Bob again after making Argo 100%. Yeah. And being Batman. Especially it's like, okay, like, look, we, we, we're we good together, but like, you made me do Jersey Girl. We're fine. We're moving Speaking... on. Speaking... <laughs> God damn it. I liked uh, Jersey Girl, but also like, I get it. You are a Jersey Girl. I, uh, I get it. <laughs> Speaking of re- rehashing the past and being characters you were, William Sadler said he is confirmed to be Death again in Bill and Ted 3. Ooh. So that means either Death's going to come back or someone's going to die. Probably. You saw Bogus Journey, right? I saw Bogus I Journey. I love yeah. Bogus Journey. Bog- I told you, Bogus Journey is the one uh, back in the day Pizza Hut was doing a promotion. Yeah, with the free. You buy like a family pizza. So it was yep. just like a large pizza and like wings. They'll give you a DVD. And it was like bogus journey like one of the other options was leaving las vegas now you shouldn't give that to kids which is like why i i don't know this is not like a family night kind of thing it was like vegas vacation leaving las vegas and bogus journey it's like what what some of this does this doesn't seem right this doesn't match up uh they're probably gonna bring death back in to explain why rufus isn't there oh that's probably what's gonna happen they're gonna like try to get me sad well yeah be sad but i mean they're time travelers can't they just go back in time and get rufus from a different time oh, I can't imagine I mean just Princess oh. Leia him you know <laughs> like how unsettling Grand that Moff was Tarkin. in Force Awakens let's now just like do that for yeah do, do you mean um, Rogue One oh I uh, don't care I know you don't care about Star Wars I care about Star Wars uh, Bond 25 starts film, filming this week and I thought it already had because there the news come out about the big action scene in the beginning but apparently they were just running through it and practicing the, the now it's actually filming but which the, they should yeah but yeah that big action beginning scene that I'm super excited for they've been like running through it over and over and without even filming it without nothing just getting ready so it started filming I'm ready for it I need more Daniel Craig in my life 
don't know how you feel about that. Is this gonna be the last one? I hope so. He's he's because like the last Bond is all about how he's too old to be Bond anymore, and he's too tired, and he's too out of shape. He's like he doesn't want to do it anymore. If I were a smarter person, I would have figured this out before we started recording. But also, mm. I don't know what we talk about any day. That's true. I picked the topics. Is Daniel Craig getting up there to of being Bond the most? No. Oh, I, don't, oh, I see what you're saying. The most number of Bonds. The most number of films is didn't, Bond. P- didn't Bra- uh, Pierce Brosnan do four? He did like three or four. He okay. only did a couple. But, but like, this is the fourth Craig one. No, is this the fifth Craig yeah, one. Yeah, this is the fifth one is Daniel Craig. Because well, it was Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. I'm missing one already. Spectre? Spectre. Skyfall. Yeah, yeah. Skyfall, Skyfall Spectre, Spectre, and now 25, whatever it's called. Because... I mean, how many times was Sean Connery James Bond? Look it up. All right, I'm all right. I'm looking at this because cause... at the skyfall when it tumbles. God, I love Adele. I mean, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna talk about something else. The movie Us. Have you seen Us yet? Yeah. I didn't see it yet. I really want to. What'd you think of Us? I liked it a lot. It was the kind of movie where. As I was leaving, I had more and more questions, and it made me like it more. Because it was not... It was, like, usually you'll see a movie, and you're like, well, wait, that didn't make any sense. But, like, now leaving, it was like, oh, wait, that means this. And it, it's, it's the kind of movie where I'm once so you see it a second it. time, it's going to be, like, really good. Let me tell you something. I have not heard a single person say a single bad thing about it. And, it, like, most reviews have said, go with a group of friends that you can have a conversation with afterwards. Yeah. And that I really love. Like what God, Jordan Peele can just do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, it was it was really good. It um I've I've been reading a lot of the complaints about it, and for some I can understand Give me an example of a complaint without using a spoiler. The universe, the way it gets built, it mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of payoff. Okay. And like I feel like that's fair. If that's one of your criticisms, like why? did this happen and it's like oh it just did it's kind of like one of those just like like that it's not it's not the most important thing but like if you want like a full extensive backstory you're not gonna get it but you'll you will get like like the major plot points the major so it's more like a slice of life than universe building correct yeah okay well i'm excited to see it I'm glad you liked it because you know you don't normally like. Anything. I'm not a horror movie person. I no, just, you are not. <laughs> I I went because well, one, I should. It's a good movie, and two, like my buddy wanted to see it, so it's like, here, I'll I'll go with you. We'll go. Which buddy? Ricky. You went with Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. And you I went... and Ricky went to the movies. And we invited Mikey? you. You piece of shit. Look in the thread. There are 97 unread messages in this thread that yeah. I have not opened. One of them was an invitation to brunch, and one of them was an invitation to the movie. I missed an invitation to brunch? Yes. You have to text me. It, I put it in the thread. Okay, I got to start reading the thread. Damn, I keep missing shit. Yeah, we were going to go to brunch. We were going to see a movie. It was a whole... Boys brunch. Yeah, it was a whole, I it was love a, brunch. It was a whole outing and everything. Oh, damn it. We had a canceled brunch due to lack of interest. Oh, I found the answer, by the way. Oh, please tell us how many So bonds. Sean Connery was James Bond seven times. That's a lot. Roger Moore, seven times. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan, four. Daniel Craig, four. Okay, so he's going to beat Brosnan. But this is an old article because... I'm guessing that's the last one. Yeah. For Daniel Craig. Just Because it seems like seven is like the most, but also that's the two iconic James Bonds. Right. Surely so, is. And and I wonder if like articles at the time, if they were writing about it, where like Sean Connery's tired of being Bond, if like after the third time out, they're like, how many more of these can he do? But he also like took a long break where right. Sean Connery was him for a while. Then it was like Roger Moore, 
because it was like Sean Connery from 62 to 67, then 71, and then 83. Hey, do your best Sean Connery impersonation. Sean Connery. That was awful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so guess how much money uh, us was projected to make opening weekend. Isn't it like 40 million? Ooh, yeah. It was projected to make 40. 40. 40. <laughs> 40, 40 million dollars. 40 million dollars. How much money did it make? 70. 70.2 million. Yeah. That is the largest original horror movie opening of all time. How much money did Avatar make when it opened? Like 76? How do you know these things? Oh, I, oh, I read this article already. Oh, okay. I, knew, I know the article you're referencing. Oh, okay. 77. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm really proud of you. Uh, well, this one was like a like a big deal. I also yeah. love like, the one that we put out where it was like... Uh, the highest grossing non-superhero, non-sequel, non-remake, non-Star Wars film. Like we put a bunch. I did not know that. Yeah. It Good was... for us, man. I want... All... And now Jordan Peele's doing Twilight Zone, and I'm excited for that. Yep. Like... He's got a show on YouTube Premium also. Oh, he can do no wrong. I think one. it's called Weird City. That's I'm... another person where I would fellatiate to get the talent out of their dick. Well, okay. Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. If he's like, Keith, uh, I have some talent here. I'd like you to suck it out of me. I'm like, yes, sir. Uh, I would love that. Okay. Um, last piece of news before we hit Marvel news. All right. Uh, you know Omaze? It's the company that does all those contests. That sounds familiar. So Omaze does these like really big charitable contests. Like uh, Ryan Reynolds, you know, like, uh, hey, you know, here's $10 an entry. But if you win, you get a Deadpool costume and oh, a chance to visit the set. Yeah, like, I know, I know, I know versions of like, like that style. Do yeah, Omaze, like, and you, uh, if you win, you get to go to the Super Bowl and sit on the bench. You know, like yeah, really get like things. ten tickets, box seats for this, or right, like exactly. the, okay, yeah, really yeah. high end charitable things, and it's all legit. Omaze uh, put out a contest today. Uh, you go to the set of Bad Boys for Life and hang out with Will Smith. <laughs> so uh, yes. I have already put in, and no shit, I have put in 10 entries with your name on it. Yes. I am just crossing my fingers and hoping that you win because I would love the report back after sending you to Bad Boys for Life. Just do a live podcast. I'm going to Skype in. Yeah, with, with Will Smith. Just while you're there, he's like, hey, Will, how you doing? I always love because uh, there's a bunch of those always I see for like wrestling shows and it's always like if you read the fine print it's like your meet and greet is 10 minutes that's okay and it's just like cool but it's like it's just like man like at the point I, I know I'm bothering you so yeah. it's like I don't I don't please um, thank you nobody please. wants to meet and greet with you if they signed up for it yeah it's like and it's also like you know are you dying kid oh no you're just an asshole with money alright good to see you alright right. Uh, here's some Marvel news uh, could be considered spoilers so if you're out there, you're listening, you don't want to hear any spoilers for Endgame, uh, go ahead and skip, let's say, I'll try to knock this out in two minutes. All right. Skip two minutes out of the podcast starting now. Okay, first thing, uh, tickets on sale April 2nd, three-hour runtime confirmed. Was it yes. 302? 302, yeah. Uh, which everyone's going to stay at the end because there's, of course, going to be something afterwards. Yes. Um, Valkyrie officially announced by Marvel in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she didn't die in the snap. She didn't die in the explosion. She must have been off on that extra little ship that the uh, the Grandmaster had. They had she, the uh, the poster. Yeah, that has all like their faces on it. I didn't even know she was in the poster. Well, I, they have one where it's like everybody, and uh-huh. if they were grayed out, it means they died in the snap. But if they're alive, they weren't grayed out, then they're still oh. around. There's like one where it's like all their faces. But I love Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. I ship her with every other Marvel character. <laughs> And I want her uh, in this movie. In fact, I want a Valkyrie movie. I want a team up buddy comedy with Valkyrie and Scarlet Witch. That's what I want. Is there anyone who's not in this movie? 
I don't know. Just because, like, I mean, this one. Well, like, I just didn't know if she was dead or not. Yes. All right, we got to blow through this. Hold on. All right. Uh, toy leaks uh, came out, so you're not supposed to put the toys on sale until, uh, like, the 31st, but a bunch leaked them. There is a Funko dual pop set that is Thanos versus Hulk in Quantum Realm armor. Ooh. So there's going to be a rematch, and so that goes back to my theory of, like, Hulk is just afraid of Thanos, so that's why it doesn't come out. And then the other thing is, it looks like from the toys, and it could just be a misprint. It could be false information, but all the toys of Thanos looks like he has a brand new Infinity Gauntlet. Because the last one did kind of get burned yeah. up. Well, it burned up. He could still use it. He still used the stones. It was just, it looks shiny and new and kind of a different color. Mm. Um, and they are officially calling all the white armors Quantum Realm armors. Quantum armor. All yeah. right, that's it. That's all my. All right. And new stuff. Okay. Uh, here's the rest of our interview with Thomas Ian Nicholas. Uh, word to the wise, it, it gets a little saucy in this half. It gets a little raunch. Uh, I won't, uh, you don't hear any like moist noises or anything, but we do talk about some more raw shit. So just word of the wise. Here we go. Part two. Thomas Ian Nicholas. Yeah. I mean, I, that was like, you know, back in the early 90s, like late 80s, early 90s. Yep. And then, like, reminiscent of that was when Star Wars re-released Dude, that episodes was the four, best. five, six. But I actually bought all the tickets because you know they right. weren't letting people sneak into those. Right. Man, that was that was like such a cultural phenomenon when they re-released Star Wars. Man, yeah. I remember sitting in these long ass lines to get a ticket. The only bummer was all the added CG. Yeah, if they would have just re-shown the movies, it would have been fine. You didn't yeah. Know. You didn't have to make it a cartoon. No. Come on, George. Get your shit together. I mean, the only thing that's good is that they never, like, stopped the, the faux pas. They didn't fix those. That right. would have made me really mad. Right. Like, when the stormtrooper Trooper hits his, his head. head. Yeah. yeah. Like, that yeah. That would have sucked. That would have sucked. Because they could have gotten rid of that. Right. But it's, like, so ingrained in, like, nerd culture. Yeah. And it's like, no, we love our idiot stormtrooper. I, you can't find the original versions, though, now. Oh, yeah, because he's re-released them so many times. Right. Like, I was explaining to my son that, you know, those bits, like, what is CG in the film right. versus, you know, what it was when I saw it. And he can't even really comprehend, like, that dinosaur-looking thing wasn't there. Right. Totally. Right. <laughs> or, like, the original land speeder scene, and they just Vaseline'd up the lens. So, like, you can kind of see the outline of the wheels underneath the land speeder. Uh, I have been to where they shot, where they rescued, uh, where Obi-Wan rescued Luke. Is that Tunisia? Yeah, it's in Tunisia. So we Holy shot the shit. sequel to A Kid in King Arthur's Court, A Kid in Aladdin's Palace. Did I just blow your mind right now? Did you Wait not know that existed? Wait a second. Hold Did you not know that existed? No. With Rona Mitra? No. You know who Rona is, no. right? You know Rona. Who's she, Rona Nitra? She replaced uh, uh, Beckinsale on Underworld for a oh, minute. Oh, shit. And she was also in that TV series. Why am I spacing on the name? Anyway, she was the Scheherazade in A Kid in Aladdin's Palace. What? And I was working at a pizza delivery shop, and then I go back in time, and I'm the deliverer. Okay. <laughs> I... I'm so angry. I didn't know this exists. You didn't know this exists? This, where do I find this film? It's uh, I've, I've seen, People have brought DVDs to uh, okay. my Comic-Con booth. Um, I, I think it's on demand somewhere. It wasn't originally supposed to be. It was going to be a theatrical release, and then it was a, right. one of those straight-to-VHS straight Disney sequels. Oh, I remember VHS. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so we shot in Tunisia, and we they call it Raiders Canyon because they also shot Raiders, Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark there. Yep. Uh, but I actually have a picture next to like some fake rocks that they brought in and like you can see the cutout of where they 
I mean, I guess I'm assuming, yeah, it's where they parked the land speeder. Cool. It was where they balanced, you know, the the one that didn't drive yeah. that yeah. the uh, the Tuscan Raiders, you know, start foraging through. Yeah. Holy shit, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Did you see Luke's hut? Uh, no, we were. That was in a different area than that one. I know. So now it's all still there. It is. That's yeah. Cool. I wanted to go see it, but you know, you're like, look, I'm the kid in these <laughs> movies. I'm the fucking charge. I was having I was having more fun because the producer of that uh, that produced both of them also produced like Point Break. Cool. And his dad produced Smokey and the Bandit. Cool. So we would be on like these flat uh, like uh, areas of desert, and he was teaching me how to do like 180 handbrake turns in the car. Cool. And then and then we went I don't know we went somewhere and he just he would let me drive. I didn't have a driver's license yet, right. but it was awesome. I mean you know he grew up on sets. So I had a lot of fun on those movies. Fucking A, dude. I was drinking Red Bull on the first one. It wasn't even legal in the States yet. 1994. Good Lord. In Budapest, Hungary. Do you feel like it looked badass drinking your Red Bull? Yeah. Man, I have to find this movie. It'll be my my next movie review <laughs> on this podcast. It'll be a kid in, was it kid a in kid Aladdin? Aladdin's Palace. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I Taylor Negron plays the, uh, the genie. I don't know who that is either. Uh, you know Taylor Nabron. He's unfortunately may rest in peace. Oh, he fine. was in uh, Angels in the Outfield. He was the manager guy that gets stuck taking Joseph Gordon-Levitt oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, all yeah, the yeah. games. Who's yeah, the yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah. Fucking I. How many times in your life have you been confused for the Angels in the Outfield kid? Oh man. Well, it's not not even just that. Uh, I mentioned that you know Luke Edwards is in Adverse. Uh, he was in Little Big League. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then, obviously, I was friends with all the Sandlot kids. I need a Jet Rodriguez, so baby. I, I mean, I, I don't even correct people anymore. People will come up to me and be like, "Oh my God, I grew up watching your movie. I don't, I can't even tell you how many times I've watched the Sandlot a thousand <laughs> times." Or they'll, but, just like, Thanks. but the funny thing is, is, they're actually thinking of Rookie of the Year. They're just saying the Sandlot or Angels in the Outfield, right? Or Little Big League. But it, the, all four came out in like the same, same two-year yeah. period of time, so it, it makes sense. I love. There's this a whole you can Mandela watch effect. Whole collections of people on YouTube uh, in Japan making uh, Elijah Wood sign pictures of Daniel Radcliffe, and Daniel Radcliffe signed pictures of Elijah Wood because they cannot tell the difference between the two of them. <laughs> I, uh, I I talked to plenty of friends that have done comic cons and and we all just kind of uh, i haven't had an actual picture of someone else come to my table yet oh that'd be great but when other people do they just have have they just sign them yeah they don't sure. they don't even say anything sure. yeah no problem you want me yep. to sign my hair okay cool yep remember when i fought that big dog yep that was me <laughs> fucking right fucking right fucking ain't right doggy you're killing me small Kill. i love that movie all the all the American Pies just went on Netflix recently. Yeah, they went on and then they pulled them off and then they put them back on. It's okay, very strange. That is strange. Has, has there been like a resurgence of like tweets and shit or people like being like nostalgic for them? Because <laughs> '90s nostalgia is fucking raw right now. Well, there, I have to sort of correct even myself uh, in regard to you know uh, the rumors that I started um, about American Pie Five. Right. Um, what rumor did you start? I, uh, I I had said that uh, you know they were they had already written the script John and Hayden who right. you know were just here right for Cobra Kai Cobra Kai uh, the I guess they 
Did they write and direct that one? I, I, I think uh, they did. I'll be honest. I only cared that Ralph Macchio was here. Fair enough. I didn't realize anybody else was in the building. <laughs> did you um, know you were in the Karate Kid? So, <laughs> so I I had thought since they conceptualized an idea right. for American Pie 5 and pitched it to the studio, that the studio had bought it and right. they had written it. And then... Uh, Last year in the summer, I saw Tara at San Diego Comic-Con. Right. And she said, oh, you know, didn't you hear? John and Hayden said, we're doing American Pie 5. And I was like, really? I didn't hear anything about this. So I texted them. And then I clarified with them Mm -hmm. that not only is there no actual plans to do American Pie 5 uh, currently, not that there can't be, um, that they also never got hired to write the script. So there isn't actually a script. I was wrong. I was I was way wrong. oh man I was so wrong. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, maybe it could be like a YouTube show, like Cobra Kai. They, you know, they've been talking about the YouTube thing, but I mean, how do you how do you do that as a show? I mean, they they turned the Karate Kid into a show. Yeah, it's the same shit. Same shit. That Karate Kid's way way older. Yeah, but Karate yeah. Kid has like a you know. I want to see a like, different kind of storyline. Like we, I want to see American Pie be like kind of like Sex in the City with the four main guys living like in Boston or something and having like adult adventures. But Jason Biggs is still a fucking idiot. Sure. Right. I mean, I just yeah, I That's I don't know. I, I just can't really see it as a show. I would watch it. Like a <laughs> All right. Watch it. We've got one. I, I like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, have you watched Goon movies? Uh, I saw the first about? one. Yeah. One the, oh man. Like that—that's when I realized Sean William Scott could act. Like, <laughs> like not that like he—he he wasn't like beloved and awesome and everything he does, but like holy shit, goon. Right, goon. He played someone lovable. I loved him. I was like, I've never not hated him. Well, that's that's. I mean, I I, I maybe uh, attest that to Jay Baruchel. Oh yeah, because he directed you know? those, right? And yeah, we're we're also talking about the guy who knows how to train dragons. So that's that's true. <laughs> We worked together on Rules of Attraction in 2001. How was that? It was cool. Jay Barish. Uh, did you see This is the End? Uh, yeah. Well, with, uh, he is great in that. Is that he like that in real life? Does he hate everyone? Uh, I honestly <laughs> haven't seen Jay in a while. I did a, a film uh, in, in uh, Montreal with his sister. I think he still lives there. Right. In Montreal or Quebec or something. He is Canadian to his fucking core, dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he, uh, he got on Letterkenny, which is my favorite TV show, by just like campaigning for it. Like, did you know what I'm talking about? Letter no, Kenny? what's I don't it's know. It's on Hulu. It's a it's a free. It's just a show in Canada, and they put it on Hulu. It was on Freeform in uh, in Canada, and now here on Hulu, uh, and it's great. And it's just like backwater, like Canadian hicks and shit. And like I'm watching one day, and then. He shows up on the show, and I did some research. It's because he was so obsessed with this Canadian comedy. He just like begged and begged and begged and begged, and then got on the show. Oh, and that's he plays, awesome! He plays like like a Nazi white nationalist, <laughs> and it's just like so out of like out of anything you've seen him do before. And it's 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 almost endearing, <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, not quite. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, yeah, I haven't seen Jay in a while. We uh we were we had him pegged. Uh, he was interested in in doing Living Among Us, um, right. the vampire flick. Yeah, but he was he was just he was in the middle of something at the time and Bummer. just didn't have the 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 bandwidth for it. Got it. Uh, so going back in time, you're filming American Pie one. You just meet Tara Reid for the first time. You've done a couple movies before, and then you gotta do this head scene. 
uh, how how was that fun or was that nerve wracking? Because I think about Her, this all the time. Not not you, Kevin. Getting head, Ke- Kevin getting about, head or or Kevin giving head? No, getting head. Getting okay. I'm like I think about all the time how like I know I have weirdo faces. I can fucking tell by sometimes I look over at the girl. She's like, what the fuck are you doing with your face? Like was that weird or like how? Like I mean, because that had to be your first sex scene. Yes. Yeah, because you. But I was I was an old pro. I had my first on screen kiss when I was like eleven. Right. With a twenty two year old. Right. Uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. She was twenty two when you were eleven. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was a a film for Showtime called The Fear Inside with Christine Lottie, Dylan McDermott, and uh, and the the actress was Jennifer Rubin. Okay. Um, and she was nuts. Her and Dylan and Dylan McDermott were uh, serial killers, and uh, she was like in the movie. In the movie, get that like in life, not in life. Yeah, Uh, and so yeah, she. I mean, it wasn't like just like an on-screen kiss. Like she lip locks me in the movie at eleven. At eleven, man. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. As, when I was a 22 year old, I could have done that for any amount of money. See, here's the messed up thing. Like I'm talking about how I won't let my son watch American Pie ever. But at 11. And I'm talking about my nephew. That, my nephew's, you know, asking whether whether or not why did Uncle Thomas pee in the beer, and I'm right. 11 making out with a 22 year old. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Was it, now, were you so, scared so, at 11 or was that cool as fuck? No, no. I remember Leon Ichasa was the director of that. Uh-huh. And he came up to me like after like take seven and he goes, um, Thomas. And I mean, he's, he was like a thick Cuban accent. So I'm not going to try to pretend to do that. But he's like, Thomas, uh, you need to not anticipate the kiss. I'm seeing you like get ready for <laughs> it. Like, you're like bracing and puckering up. <laughs> exactly. You're like, like on show spraying banaca in your mouth. <laughs> I, I did have banaca. Yeah, I did have banaca. Yeah, and I remember between one of the takes, I was like, I'm ready for the next one. Fuck yeah. But yeah, it was. I was supposed to be, you know, caught off guard. She's like talking to me, and then but she you just grabs in. the back of my head, and he's like, Thomas, you know, could you stop grabbing her ass? Could you <laughs> stop it, Thomas? Stop. Thomas, we said cut. Thomas, Thomas, cut. <laughs> no, no. How many? So how many takes was that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of different camera angles. Yeah, fuck you know, yeah. yeah. To at least you know that's the, the standard. You know, master, medium, yeah. over, tighter, over, so tighter. It was, it was a lot. You know, so you had to make out with this twenty-two-year-old a lot. Yeah, eleven. So by the time it, it, it's close up and you got a fake getting head from Tara Reid, you're like, whatever. I mean, all she did was leave the camera frame, you know? Right. The same with, you know, the oh, she reverse. Didn't pantomime? No. In my head, she's pantomiming. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> the imagination is a powerful that is thing. The suspension of disbelief, I guess. Yes. All right, well, fucking I. I know. So. You know, it was it was more or less. How do you feel to pretend to get imaginary head in front of a crew of people? I mean, I pretend I get head every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You not in front of me pretend, not I'm in front of twenty five people. Protect. Yeah, that's fair. And right. a camera. I would. That's fine. <laughs> uh, sit around. Uh, that's fantastic. All right, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, let me ask you. If uh, your son comes to you one day and says, Dad, I want to be in movies, I want to make movies, what's the advice you're giving He's him? He's already started. Well, fuck me in the good ass. It's going to be easy. All right, what have yeah. you said to him? Uh, well, he already has done two jobs. What? Yeah, he, well, what's he, doing? he played Zoe Dashanel and Jake Johnson's son on New Girl, the Get season the finale. Get here, really? Yeah, uh, spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen the season finale and you're I behind. Have- 
shit. The flash forward moment. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's my son. What? Get the in fuck the, out uh, of here. In the tri- what is it? The Trubisky, uh, you know, Chicago Bears jersey. Yeah, holy shit. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson, they call him. Perfect. Um, Perfect. So that was his first job. Wow. Uh, and then his second job was actually he's in adverse. Oh, fucking A. Uh, Matt Ryan wanted to flesh out his character and show, because he plays Mickey Rourke's right-hand man. You know Matt Ryan. He's uh, Constantine Yeah. in the DC yep. universe. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and so uh, he wanted to show that he wasn't just a bad guy and have like a family side. And so uh, the the my business partner, Brian A. Metcalf, writer-director, wrote a scene. And he's like, hey, we need to have like show his family. Tom, can we use your kids? And so I, I went to Nolan and I said, hey, do you want to do this? He's like, oh, I'm not really sure. I was like, okay, that's fine. I can ask your sister. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. Nice. <laughs> now, at any point in the movie, do you smack your son with a tire iron? Uh, no. Okay. No. But I did get to act in a scene with him that's and Matt beautiful. Ryan where he's playing Matt Ryan's oh. son and not mine. Oh, so. that's kind of heartwarming. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. All right, last question. Okay. You have an unlimited budget. What movie are you going to make? You wow. get your dream project. You can pick your dream cast. You could make a fucking Star Wars if you wanted. What would you make? Um, there's actually a a, a, a a project of mine. It's not written yet. All I have is the treatment for it. Okay. Um, that's kind of like Die Hard meets Aliens. Cool. Sold. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Um, I guess the the... the I don't know if I can conceptualize the project really quick, but I would play an alien hunter with uh, with uh, extra abilities that are government um, sort of funded. Cool. Um, you know, and similar to some other concepts that are out there, it's like the the type of thing. Like, remember the the TV show The Pretender? Yeah, How they're all like. I loved the Pretender. Right. Fuck yeah. So it, it, the 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 antecedent event of of how the character becomes to be is similar to that, where it's like. Yeah, he's like in this government you know, project. Yeah, like they they, they make them brain, into foster yeah. kids and then and then send them yeah. out into you know <laughs> I'm these a special forces. Today I am. <laughs> well, he doesn't play like different. It's not like yeah, you know Pretender. I know what you're saying. Yeah. The same vein of having this kind of like. Enhanced ability because of the upbringing. Well, it's it's the, the all the median tests that we took in school. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, right. They they take those and if they score high, then the government pegs them. Got it. Takes out their family, oh, and then they become a foster really care obvious. system, and that's where it's the real now training. You said program. it's a mix of Die Hard, so I have to imagine that it's on Christmas. <laughs> at Nagatomi Plaza, That's yes. That's right. Uh, and you're fighting aliens on top of Nagatomi Plaza. It, it, it was the idea of it takes place in one building. I like the, the confines of Oh, like being, Dread. Fuck yeah, like Dread Being stuck that. So we get we essentially would get chased up to the top and then have to escape back down to Fuck the bottom. Yeah. Have you seen Dread 3D? No. Go see Dread 3D. Dread 3D, okay. Yeah, it's like the the Dread, Judge Dread movie that isn't Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> it doesn't quite all take place, but a big chunk plays in one uh, building, and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, you check that out. I, I like I like uh, I like films that are sort of confined that way. Hell yeah! All right, well, when I hit the Powerball, we'll make this movie. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's it. But I want to play an alien. Okay. That's what I want to do. Well, they are all disguised as humans. Oh, beautiful. So I'll, it's very I'll be like easy. two aliens hiding in one body. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be perfect. All right. Uh, any parting words or plugs or something that the followers can go 
Twitter handle? Uh, yeah, I mean, I run kind of support adverse. Or? Uh, I run all my own social media. My name's too long for every handle. Right. So I use the acronym Tin Band, T-I-N Band. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be you know dropping news about when the teaser trailer comes out and when uh, the film's gonna come Fuck out. Yeah. Uh, when I'm playing a show near you. Uh, you know, anything and everything. Anything and everything. All right, we'll get at it. Yeah, oh, we didn't even touch on music. We got color. Uh, it's almost time for you to play music downstairs, and that's why I'm trying to cut it off. <laughs> but you are uh, an amazing musician. Well, thank you. And then, uh, you know, the first time I booked you, I was like, you know, like, I, you know, I'll be honest. I was like, you know, it doesn't really matter if he sucks. Like, I don't want to meet this guy. And then you were really fucking good. And I was like, God damn it. He's got chubs. I'm almost angry how good he is. Oh, don't be mad. Don't I was be mad. mad. You were mad. Uh, but you're amazing. So, yeah, please check out uh, at TIN Band. Yeah, uh, I'm writing for my seventh album right now. Fucking so. right, dude. The music is so good. I might play some new ones tonight Ooh. if I feel the feel like the urge for the packed crowd downstairs at the highball oh Austin. yeah hey well, well i'm getting texts from all my friends they're all here so Fucking a. perfect awesome all, all right. right well thank you yeah, Thomas, yeah. so much we, are we gonna shake hands i felt like we were gonna shake i was hands. gonna end the pie but i'll shake yeah hands. let's shake hands for too. everybody listing we're shaking hands <laughs> right now even though we're gonna hang out for the rest of the night we fucking are <laughs> bye that was part two of my interview with Thomas C. and nicholas woo he's the rookie of my year he is the he's a kid in my arthur's court there was a sequel straight to DVD of A Kid in King Arthur's Court that we talked about. And it was, uh, I already forget the name of it. It was like someone in Aladdin, like Aladdin's lamp. Return but, of Jafar? Yes. No, he was, it was like a straight to, where he like goes back in time, but he's like, like in like old, like Aladdin times. I don't know. Same character. I have to find it. I should re-listen to the interview. I, I just dismissed it immediately. Just immediately. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just like, like yeah. did you know there's a sequel? I'm like, no, I don't care. Are you in it? No? Good. <laughs> no, Bye. he's in it. I was just kidding. Oh. Um, all right. Next week, officially, our all-candy episode. Yes. I will have Japanese Kit Kats. I'll have most of every major brand. I'll have the new weird M&M flavors. Did you see those? There's one that's like a jalapeno M&M. Who the fuck wants that? Ugh. Uh, and we're going to try a whole bunch of stuff. We'll let people stop in and try candy to talk to us. Uh, do you have any plugs, Mason? Nope. Are you sure? Yes. Going once. Going twice. Going three times. All right. Thank you so much to my co-host, Mason. <laughs> Don't give me that look. This is not a visual medium. Uh, yeah, but visual jokes are best on this. They are better than our regular ones. That's true. Uh, thank you again to Thomas C. and Nicholas for doing such a long interview with us. Uh, he'll be back uh, in November, we'll do a follow-up interview with him about how his movie's going and his like trailer and stuff will be out. Thank you so much to everyone out there that's listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. I'm going to tell you, one of our iTunes ratings went away. Oh. We had 151 ratings, and now we're at 150, which means someone went back and unrated us. Just immediately be like, ooh, I was a little harsh on that. I should get rid of yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or maybe they're like, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about them, but I no longer think anything good about them. So please go on iTunes and uh, you don't have to review us. Just rate us if you if you want. If you do review us, I promise we'll read it on the air, whether it's negative or positive. Send any questions, concerns, or criticisms to our email address, 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. Thank you to our sponsor fireside our theme is produced by dan richardson and we'll see you next week with the candy episode of five by five at the movies roll credits